Yeah. I'm working on time. I'm upset. 50,000 know my head is disrespect. So offended. Boy, we're upset this week. Why are you upset? We this are week, upset Drew? because James Harden did not deserve the MVP. And he won it. And and he won it. Of course he did because the MVP nowadays is the Heisman Trophy of the NBA, not most valuable player. What do you mean by the Heisman Trophy? Because the Heisman Trophy is for the best player in college football, not for the most valuable player. Okay. And James Harden, I think, did put on the best show. Like the best performer then? Yeah. Because LeBron's much. still the best player. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, James Harden put on the best performance. He was the most fun to watch. I think that's what determines the MVP nowadays. I think he won it in that one play where he had that crossover. It just stared all over, and then he stared at him. Just and stared at him in his face. Yeah, it drained it. I mean, yeah. yeah, that was a that was a classic play. Didn't yeah. win play of the year though, because guess who won play of the year? LeBron James. LeBron James. He also won baby. assist of the year last night. He did. Yeah. So these were last night for us. It's Tuesday, June twenty sixth. Welcome to the We Know Nothing podcast, featuring me, Chris Davies, and Drew Barrow. Featuring Chris, starring Drew Barrow. Yeah. I don't know about that. Oh <laughs> man, I don't know. But but yeah, definitely. Not, I mean, it was it was Tuesday sneak up on me. You know what I mean? This week yeah. went by so fast. Tuesday sneak I know. up. Yesterday I thought it was Friday. I'm like, yeah, I can't wait till Tuesday to record. Nope, Dude, not that, even close. It was like Saturday, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's already only like a few days before we record. This is probably the maybe. I feel like we say we've already said this last week, so we're probably gonna say this every week. But I feel like this wasn't a super eventful week. Yeah, not super eventful. I mean, you definitely have the World Cup, James Harden. You got people calling police on eight-year-olds for selling water. Mm-hmm. You got kids shooting guns in IKEA. Kids shooting guns in IKEA. You definitely have some things that went on this week, but nothing crazy. Nothing too crazy. So yeah, we're gonna get in World Cup, NBA crap, and we're gonna try to touch a little bit less on sports and talk more about some fun stuff. Talk about some stupid news we found. Stupid news. There's a lot of stupid news. I'm excited to get there. Let's start with. Might as well start with the NBA awards last night. That's the most recent thing. So. The Kia NBA Most Valuable Player of the 2017-18 NBA season was James Harden of the Houston Rockets. Yeah, I just don't understand. I, I don't. He wasn't as valuable to the team. That team so is either. That team is an all-around good team. James Harden is the best player on that team, but it's an all-around good team. They could still win without him. Mm-hmm. They went 6-4 and four without him, so they still won without him. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they still lost four games, so that's not a crazy stat. When you can go 0 for 11 in the, with the three point with zero for eleven from the three mm-hmm. in the NBA Finals, I know it's a regular season uh, award. Western you, Conference Finals. Yeah, Western. Oh, I'm sorry, Western Conference Finals. Yeah, mm-hmm. go zero for eleven from the three, and your team still wins. It's just you're just, just not the most valuable player. That's exactly what James Harden did. Exactly. Yeah, what I don't did. think he's the most valuable to his team. I think he's the, I think he's the best player on his team, and his team had the best record in the NBA. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, he had a good season. I'm not trying to say he didn't have a good season, but I definitely think that LeBron should have won it too. I mean, but a lot of people have been saying that they think that this is like a sympathy award because James Harden uh, kind of – some people would argue that he got snuffed a couple MVPs already, one of them that Steph Curry yeah. won, and then last year's with Russell Westbrook because Russ just got the triple-double. I thought James Harden should have won it last year. Well, I mean, Russell Russell got it, and their ex- people's excuse are, oh, it's a, it's about triple-doubles. He, the- he averaged a triple-double this year. Yeah, he did. He did. And this year, LeBron James had 18 triple-doubles, and James Harden had four. Yeah. 
in the regular season. So what does that say? Well, and LeBron played all 82 games, and James Harden LeBron missed 10 of them, right? all 82 games. Do you think they're counting uh, one of those tri- James Harden's triple doubles, um, the one where he had 23 points, 11 assists, and 10 turnovers? Because that's a triple-double. Uh, LeBron had a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> no, LeBron had none of those. Really? He, did not have, he didn't get into the double digits with turnovers. Really? Yeah, no. that's pretty bad. That yeah. is one game, though. It's one game. He did average, what, what was it, like 30, 32 points? 32 points and... Yeah, I don't have averages pulled up. I have totals have right totals. now. Yeah. yeah, I have totals because that that definitely says you know what I agree with, where LeBron James won in points, rebounds, assists, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, minutes, games played, and triple-doubles totals this season. Yeah. LeBron James won all of those categories, which is ridiculous. <clears throat> Most people would say, obviously, it's because LeBron played more games, but I think that means that he did more for his team. You know, it's not it's not James Harden's fault he missed those ten games, but still, it's not LeBron's fault that he didn't miss any games. Like I think of LeBron. I mean, this is you know if, but if LeBron missed three games, the Cavs went zero and three. Well, that's traditionally how it's been since he's been back in Cleveland. They've only won like one or two games without him, even when Kyrie was here. Yeah, we couldn't, we couldn't win a game with him. Like, I think that three years when Kyrie was here, we won like four games that LeBron didn't play in, something like that. Crazy. So he averaged thirty point four points, five rebounds, and nine assists. About. And LeBron average, I think it was like 28, 9, and 9 pretty much. Uh, so LeBron's was incredible too. I think all around they're pretty comparable stat lines. But I think that yeah. Le- since LeBron played 10 more games, and the team went through so much crap this year. Yeah, it went through so, so much so much adversity. And it was... And we had... Oh, man, I don't even remember how many how many different lineups the Cavs had. It was like in the 20s, I think. Yeah, it was like 24 by the towards the end of the season. It's like the most the team's ever went through in a season. That's insane. Yeah, so... I mean, yeah, LeBron James was there through it all, too, and he played in every game. You know how many starting lineups he had to play with? As of April 11th, which I think might have been the end of the season, they had 29 different starting lineups in the 2017 wow. season. And that they had, is crazy. They had, like, 25 or so different players throughout the season and, like, all of that crap. And then losing Kyrie, they only went from 52 wins to 50 wins. They only, like, they almost were the exact same team. In terms of the quality, like how much, I mean, people argue that the East got weaker, but the the team didn't drop off very much and they still went to the finals. And the only difference is they just didn't win one game of the finals, which didn't matter in this, in the end, but yeah, for sure. Um, what's your take on the, uh, rookie of the year? Ben Simmons won over Donovan Mitchell, which it's debatable because Ben Simmons sat a whole season. So it, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell's argument was rookie question mark. Yeah, but that's. The definition that they use for rookie is your first full season in a professional league. Yeah. In their professional league. Uh, I don't th- I know. I think that Ben Simmons is a rookie. I think, I think he's think definitely he a rookie. Too. Yeah. He was He was probably, I mean, he was a better player in the regular season than Donovan yeah. Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Um, Donovan Mitchell killed it in the playoffs. Absolutely. He was stepped great. away up. So, I, I mean, I think and He's going to be, I think they both have about equal potential in terms of how oh, good man. they can be. They're going to be stars. I think they're both going to be stars. Yeah. So, um, I think Ben... But, uh, and I don't really understand the Ben Simmons isn't a rookie arguments to be honest. I don't either. He didn't play a whole season, but you do, you do go through a lot of a you go through a long like learning. But Blake curve. Griffin won the NBA Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and, true. He, and it was the exact same situation. Yeah, true. He's a rookie. I mean, it doesn't matter. You don't play. What year was that? Oh, oh, eight, oh, nine. I think it was like two thousand ten. Oh, yeah. Okay, somewhere in that somewhere uh, in that five year period. But so like so example, Luka Doncic. He's coming in from the Euro League, which has NBA players, and he's like used to a professional schedule, and he's used to professional basketball with grown men. Does that mean he shouldn't win Rookie of the Year because he has professional experience? Like, I just think it's there a bad argument. He yeah. didn't play. Which I think Donovan Mitchell, it was all, it was all in good heart. 
They they hugged when when Ben oh, Simmons yeah. won. It wasn't anything. But I think if your if your main argument is that the other person isn't a rookie, you've kind of conceded defeat. <laughs> you know what I mean? You kind of just admitted you lost. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so let's see the. I want to see real quick what the other rookies got. So the voting first place is Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, and then Jason Tatum, and then pretty much nobody else. So that makes sense. Yeah. Those are going to be the three guys that are the best. MVP uh, voting was kind of crazy because James Harden he received like double the amount of first place votes LeBron did. Yeah, but it's just that was expected. I expected uh, that. I just hate that. I hate it. I know. It's I sucks. wish I could have voted for but that. But LeBron got like four times as many second place votes. So there you go. Oh, there we go. There you go. He's obviously way better. And then third was Anthony Davis, and fourth Damian Lillard, and then everyone else is pretty. I think LeBron James is at eight seasons in a row being in the top five and voting for MVP. So that's kind of crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So that's I don't know if that's he a was record, in the, but... his second season in the league. He was top five in voting. That's crazy. So he's been he's been considered the best player in the league for like thirteen, maybe fourteen seasons, depending on who you talk to. Yeah, and he only has four MVPs to show for it. That's ridiculous. That's wild, dude. I don't know. I feel like I don't know if he's going to be able to get another one. I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up that level. The of The thing is, he just I feel like he deserves it. He is the most valuable player. I feel like every year, but it's just like I think the NBA is just you know it's like voter fatigue. Yeah, they're just like you, yeah, you can't vote for him every time. That's probably how they feel about that. Dang. We got um, Lou Williams, sixth man of the year. No argument for me on that one. It was him or Eric Gordon, and Lou Williams had a better season. Lou, Lou Williams, Williams was almost an all-star. He should have been an all-star. Yeah, Lou Williams was really good. Um, defensive player of the year is Rudy Gobert. Go, Gobert? Yeah, but he's French, so that's how you oh, would say Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He took French for a while, so Chris knows. Yeah, I know everything. Anyway. Uh, what? You can't say that on this podcast. Oh, shoot, I know. It's supposed to be we know no, nothing. No, I was sarcastic. Like, it's so obvious that I don't know everything. Yeah, we don't know. So we got, much. yeah, Rudy Gobert and then Joel Embiid. I thought it would be a closer race between them. But Rudy averaged a little bit more steals, a little bit more blocks. So, whatever. Rudy Bruce, Gobert is a solid, solid defensive player. Oh, yeah. Dude, Victor Oladipo deserved that most improved player. Oh, 100%. There's yeah, no other player. There was player no argument. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, he went from, like, a good player last year to, like, an all-star this year, especially in the playoffs. He played really good. Yeah. Let's talk about Dwayne Casey. He got coach of the year, the coach of the Toronto Raptors, for those who don't know. Uh, after the Raptors lost to the Cavs in the second round of the playoffs this year, they fired him when they had finished with the number one seed in the East. Yeah, they straight canned him. Oh, my God. They canned his ass uh, for no reason. He was a good – and I wanted the Cavs to get him, but I think they're holding back on firing Tyron Lue. I don't know what well, they want to do. he already got hired to the Pistons. You know, yeah, no, the yeah. Pistons beat him too. I mean, yeah. before the Cavs even got a chance to even probably interview him. But yeah, he's a good coach. He just couldn't get Solid past LeBron, coach. but that's not like, uh, sorry. If you're coaching you're the Raptors, the talent you when have. you're coaching the Raptors, you're not going to get past LeBron. All those players choke every time. Yeah. You can't coach them to not choke. People blame that on the, I mean, the coach just gets the blame for that kind of stuff. Which is crazy. How do you fire him? Who did, who did the Raptors hire? Have they hired anybody yet? Uh, they like to promote an assistant. Why? I don't know. Why? What is, he, what is this guy going to do? Yeah, He's what an is assistant this going to do that Dwayne Casey's not going to do? Dwayne Casey's a great that, coach. I was surprised that Brad Stevens from the Celtics didn't get high. Like, he got third place, but, you know, his two stars were out all season. Who got second? Uh, Quinn Snyder of the Jazz. The Jazz were a good team. Oh, yeah, year, Jazz were a solid Gordon team. Gordon Hayward, but the Celtics also didn't have Gordon Hayward, and they did better. Yeah. Like, no one had Gordon Hayward. No one had Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I think Brad Stevens definitely deserved a little more. I think he that. deserved Coach of the Year, to be honest. But the Raptors just ended up with the best record. But that's whatever. That's And what then I what they did in the playoffs, I think they should have, like, a separate playoffs award. <laughs> they really should. Seriously, it's stupid. Like, that's I, what matters. Do you even, do you, like, agree with them doing, like, a whole award show? What do you mean? I just never, I liked the old good old days where they just announced that shit right after the season. Like, oh, here's your MVP. I like, I. 
it was at the end of the season last year, but it was still an award show. Yeah. For some reason, they pushed it to like it's been two months. Yeah, I don't even care at this since point. The end of the race. I know. <laughs> it's it's so late. So then we got. I'm just uh, trying to watch soccer, okay, folks. <laughs> we got uh, Kevin Durant got the NBA Cares Community Assist Award. That's the only award that I'm just fine with him getting because it just doesn't matter. All right, Gosh. go ahead and he go ahead and take the, that uh, award. The he sli- get the the best burner account award. The best snake of the year award. Snake of the year, yeah. Good lord. Year. Gosh, yeah. yeah. So then we have LeBron winning play of the year and clutch shot of the year and assist of the year. His clutch shot of the year was voted play of the year. That's a fan voted thing. So that's pretty awesome. It was his buzzer beater. I think it was on my birthday, February 7th, against the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yep. And double overtime, I think. It was like 140 to 136. Solid shot. Great game to watch. He got the game winning. He blocked uh, Jimmy Butler at the glass. And then we got an out-of-bounds play and played it in. And LeBron, like, What was there, like, two seconds left or something? Yeah, it was insane. It was so cool. It was so awesome. Very Um, awesome. Definitely deserved it. Um... Russell Westbrook best style. I'm not going to argue. Yeah, there's no, there's no question on that. Although LeBron James kind of got him with those uh, short suits that he was wearing, the the suits with the shorts. Were those? You like those? I liked those a lot. I would like those to be common. No, that's if I can wear shorts to something formal, I am all for it. Okay, I'm on board. Those were great. Yeah, are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, imagine going to a wedding in some shorts. Oh my goodness, my family would look at me like I'm crazy, but. That's, that's normal. Yeah, but at least my legs would be have nice to look and cool. Any differently. Wow. Uh, right. And then We're to wrap up shots. the awards, we got the uh, NBA first team: Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, James Harden, LeBron James, Damian Lillard. That's cool. And then the rookie, rookie team. The rookie team was pretty sweet: Kyle Kuzma, Laurie Markkinen from the Bulls, Kuzma from the Lakers, Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz, Ben Simmons, and Jason Tatum from the Celtics. And right there, that's a solid team in and of itself. I know that'd rookies. be a, that'd be like a. That'd be an East playoff team, I would argue. Yeah, if they had a for good sure. Bench, oh, which yeah, is crazy because sure. yeah, I mean, those are all. That's a good. That's crazy because it just shows how much young talent there is. I mean, all these guys could be stars. Oh yeah, they all have great potential. But that's the point of that, I think. For sure. <laughs> we also, right before our last podcast, I think maybe it was Thursday, was the NBA draft, which was super uneventful. The draft. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's pretty boring. It's pretty boring. The NFL does a better job. At promoting the draft, mm-hmm. but that I don't know. Maybe it's just because college football is so much bigger than college basketball. But that might be because we that's live true. in a college football town. No, that's true too, though. Just in general, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just all—it's just more popular. The NFL one's more exciting. It's longer. Like it, it's a bigger deal. The, the NBA NFL draft is three days. Yeah, three days. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. ridiculous. So the only ones that mattered that we care about. Um, I mean, the the first five or whatever we predicted, I think we said what the mock draft was, is pretty much the same. Except for Trey Young went to the Mavericks. Yeah, but then they traded him to the Hawks. Hawks. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, at eight, the Cavs got Colin Sexton, point guard from Alabama. I liked him, actually. I liked him in college. I like when I watched Alabama a couple times, I liked him a lot. Yeah, for sure. He changed that team, yeah. We said that last week, though. He, he made that team. He put him on the map, and Alabama basketball is never on the map, so... All right, so I'm I'm not mad about that. I still kind of wanted Michael Porter Jr., but he didn't go forever. He got yeah, he got 14. 14 yeah, he he dropped down to 14, which Nuggets. is crazy. But I mean, Can you imagine he was, living in Denver. Ugh. Ugh. Gosh. That would suck. Denver. Dude. Sounds like a terrible town. Dude, when the when the uh, away teams go to Denver to play, they have to like they have to get there early so that they can like adjust to the atmosphere. Yeah, like the atmosphere pressure. Yeah, like Mile High Stadium and everything. Yeah. It's crazy. 
that's I don't really care about anything else. There was no, literally nothing was interesting. I don't even know if did the Cavs. I think the Cavs had another pick. I have no clue. Hell if I know, dude. They did pick up somebody uh, undrafted. That's pretty uh, yeah. good. Well, for our summer league too. I could care less. Our dudes from Ohio State, Katie Bates Diop, got drafted at forty. What was it? Forty eight. Forty eight, which is an absolute steal. He should have went higher. Forty eight is a he's a great player. He's be, he he could be a solid role. He's player. He's going to be a team. solid role player, yeah, for sure. And yeah. then you see, Jay Sean Tate got signed to a summer league team. I think it was the Bucks. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks summer league team. Do you know that? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yep. He said, "Can I still say go Bucks?" That's funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess you can. It doesn't count, but yeah. So all right, so we can move on to the World Cup now. Hell yeah. <clears throat> By the time you guys listen to this, there'll be some other games, uh, which is exciting. Mexico plays Sweden tomorrow, which is going to be a good game. Um, yeah, because if Mexico loses that, they could still be uh, eliminated, which is crazy because they won the first two games. They're undefeated right now in the World Cup. Yep. Which I really hope they win because I'm a Mexico fan for this uh, World so, Cup. So, yeah, if Germany beats South Korea and Sweden beats Mexico, depending on the goal differential thing, Mexico could end up not making it, but they probably will because they've got a two-goal differential. Like, they've scored two more goals yeah. than the teams have scored against them, and everyone else has zero. So yeah, both so Germany and Sweden would have to win by three tomorrow. Wow. Or two, and then the tiebreaker would have to be – I think Mexico would win that next one anyway. So This is the longest – the World Cup uh, – I mean, it ended today with France and Denmark going 0-0, but this is the longest the World Cup has ever gone on without a 0-0 zero zero Oh, game. there was a 0-0 zero zero today. I didn't yeah, see it. There oh, yeah, there was. Finally a 0-0. Zero zero. France-Denmark. Um, in my notes, I have notes under each game. Interesting thing that's happened: France, Denmark, zero to zero. My note says, "Fuck that game." Zero to zero games are terrible. Oh, man, so <laughs> bad, dude. I hate that. You waste all that time, and yeah. just, there's nothing that happened. Portugal, Iran, one to one. Cristiano Ronaldo missed a PK in the 53rd minute, which was interesting. Oh yeah, he did. It was kind of a shitty kick. Yeah. Um, the possession was mainly Portugal, 76 percent to 26. Uh. 76 to 26, that doesn't add up. Huh? Did you say 76 Oh, 20, 24, I'm okay, sorry. Say, That's a typo, like, oh. obviously. Um, the uh, Yeah, but so we already have some like people who are going to move on. Yeah. So Group A, Uruguay and Russia move on. Spain, Portugal move on. France and Denmark are moving on. And then we find out today, Croatia and Argentina are moving on. Yeah. And that's really exciting because Argentina was needed to everything to go their way to make it. I mean, yeah, it they like, did. Right on the edge. The I, I always cheer for African teams, but I like to see I don't like to see Messi lose. So it would have been cool for Nigeria. I yeah, I had, I, to pick, I had to go with Messi there. Dude. Yeah, I was so happy when they scored that goal to go up two one today. Yeah, the uh, another uh, interesting headline for the World Cup: um, Iran fans spent all night outside of Portugal's hotel making lots of noise so Portuguese players wouldn't sleep. Wouldn't sleep. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Sucks for them. They still went home. Yep. Yeah. I guess they paid for that. What do you guys, What do you think of the uh, VAR? The you know, v- like video reviews? Yeah, the video reviews. What do you think of that? Uh, I don't like it. I think they should just play as the as the referee calls it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't know. I think it does take away some of that human element of the game with refing and stuff. It does. It definitely does. And in soccer, soccer, a lot of these like penalties and stuff. These mm-hmm. are all opinion based. It's weird to watch them like rewatch. You know of. A penalty happen and and, and reverse it. It's yeah, weird. It is weird. Yeah, it's really yeah. I've never experienced that. I don't think that it should be. But there have been times when I played soccer that I really wish that they could have reviewed it. But of course, it was only when it was going my way. Oh yeah, of course. Like there were times when we got fouled in the box and they just weren't like I don't know what they were doing, checking their Twitter or something because they had no idea that it happened. But yeah, I mean I 
I just that's what I do in soccer. I just slide tackle people. Yeah. I would go to camp. I would, I would go to campus, mm-hmm. and I would just slide tackle people to the point where they want to fight me on campus. You're that guy. And then we go to Waffle House. Bro, you and don't mess with waffles. people that play soccer on campus. Yeah, they play They're on the turfs, man. They they, real. they really don't mess around. I'm like, you guys are playing on turfs. You guys probably didn't even make the varsity team at your high school, and I'm <laughs> slide tackling the shit out of you, and you're getting mad about it. Come on, man. Damn, man. Come on, man. So yeah, what today with Argentina, they had to they had to have Croatia win so that Iceland didn't advance, and then which they did. Yep. And it was almost tied, but Croatia ended up winning. If it was a tie, it would have been fine, too, I think. The Argentina game was almost a tie, too. I, I know. It was a goal, yeah. Um, Messi finally got a goal. Opening Messi goal. got that goal, yeah. Finally. Um, I think that was in the first half. Yeah, it was in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was quick. And yeah, then, it was fast. Um, He got a penalty kick, and he missed it. Messi did? Yeah. Messi missed another penalty kick? Yeah. I did not see the, that one. hit the post. It was really good. Oh. It was a free kick, actually. It was a free oh, kick. Oh, free kick. Okay, really, okay. Dude, it was like almost... It would have been insane. I really wish... I hate stuff like that when... Something that would be like really sweet, and they Dude, just, just barely miss. I've it. seen some free kicks in this World Cup where they literally hit the top left, you know, the upper ninety, but they corner. hit the corner yeah. posts. I'm like, gee, that would have been so man. beautiful, man. It's hard to hit that corner. They practice post. it so that they get it right under that, so the goalie can't reach it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it it's literally impossible. And they can hit that on command too, which is wild. If you look up, you can look up videos of like some of the goats. Oh yeah, hitting those on purpose, like oh hey, hit the upper right corner in the goal. Like Boom. okay, sure. I do that in FIFA all the time. I don't know what the big deal is. Um, the <laughs> oldest player to ever play in the World Cup is this year's Egyptian goalie at 45 years old. 45? 45 fucking years old. Lord. Dude, when I'm 45, I'm going to be sitting in my recliner retired watching. I might die of like emphysema. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're smoking hookah right now, so you that's might. That's true. That's the choice. Of the, the... 45, dude. That's why. He's the starting goalie? Yeah, he's the starting goalie, man. Of Egypt. And he's good, too. He's Dang, good. Dude. He was making some crazy saves. I, I was like, like, this man's 45 years old. Maybe this is like, maybe racism watchdogs going to tweet at me when I say this, but I feel like 45 years under the like African sun is a little bit different than like 45 years in Ohio. I feel like you're like cracked leather at that point. Yeah, that's just so racist, bro. Are you <laughs> so racist, bro. <laughs> Come on, dude. The African, it's, we live under the same sun. Oh what do you mean the goodness. African sun? Oh my gosh. Dude, my mom said something about I think there's a new sun oh under each, each, each continent. Come on, man. Whatever, dude. Yeah, racist. That's just so racist. It's crazy he came out of his pyramids for those games. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the hell out of here. Fox Sports had a video. King Tut is actually their left wing. That's crazy. Yeah. Like 6,000 years old. Yeah. That's wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, he broke the record in the same World Cup. <laughs> Damn. So oh. we've got the only ones we're waiting to figure out. Tomorrow we're going to know groups uh, E and F and then... Thursday, we'll know groups G and H, and we'll be ready for the round of 16, which I'm hyped for. Dude, we have to watch some elimination games. games are the best in the World Cup. After this, after this bullshit we go through, yep. we get to watch a pure tournament. This is like chaos, bro. I can't watch all of it. Yeah, it's I never like know. four games a day. I don't even like, know what's going on. They're I like, know. oh, if uh, the wind blows this way and Egypt wins by two and Bill Gates um, cooks a pancake, then right. Uruguay moves on. I'm like, what? What? I know, it's what, are you, what are they talking I'm about? I'm to pay attention to like all the scenarios. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. There's so many scenarios. So tomorrow, we'll see who goes on. And uh, hopefully Brazil moves on. And then Mexico, we're rooting for. Germany, Mexico would be who I want out of F. England, Belgium is going to make it out of G. That's already... Which, that's who I was going for. I like Belgium a lot. That's already the thing. I think that's already decided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. they're both 6-6. Six, six. They both have six points. Nice. And then the other one is up in the air for uh, 
Japan, Senegal, and Colombia could be any of those three teams. Senegal. Senegal needs to get out of that group, bro. They're the only they're the only hope left for Africa. Are they the last one? They're the last one, dude. Damn. Senegal is the only hope. I'm pulling for Senegal, man. Get out of there and get Africa into the World Cup elimination games. Oh, that's crazy, Get them in there. I, I just hope they do. I hope they pull out. That'd be awesome. I always pull for the African teams, man. Always pull for them. Uh, we're going to start a new segment, Asshole of the Week. We do the podcast once a week, and usually there's some asshole every week. So this is going to be a pretty easy segment, I think. Um, this week's Asshole of the Week is Permit Patty. Um, I don't know if anybody's seen the story, but um, Permit Patty, uh, her, that's not her real name, but anyway, Permit Patty, um, she called the police on an eight-year-old girl named Jordan Austin for selling water in the streets of San Francisco on a hot day. Um, Seven million people viewed the uh, video on Twitter in two days. Um, it was pretty much an outrage. She, it, I mean, it was just a little black girl selling water. I mean, why? I, w- I mean, honestly, I would have probably bought water off of her. Yeah, technically you, it's illegal, but why? What? Like, why do you have to be an asshole? Why yeah, lemonade stands. Lemonade people, stands. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like, people do that all the time. Yeah, when you buy something off a little kid, it's so satisfying. Do these Girl Scouts have permits to sell stuff? Mm-hmm. All right, I don't care. Yeah, screw those Girl Scouts. <laughs> all right, I'd rather buy water. All right, anyway, water has zero not. calories. What? I love Girl Scout cookies. Cookies over water? Come on, man. The body needs rather, water. If there were two stands, one had Girl Scout cookies and one had water, and I could get one or the other, I'd get Girl Scout cookies and go home and get water. I'd get water and call the police on the Girl Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this permit patty lady, this is this is crazy. So the permit patty is a CEO of Treatwell who provides cannabis products for people and animals. Um, so she obviously lost some business off of this. Um, like uh, Mongolian Os- Oakland, which is a large uh, cannabis dispensary in Oakland, obviously, stopped carrying Treatwell products. Um, and some other uh, pretty large dispensaries stopped carrying them. Um, she stated that she was only pretending to call the police and was actually talking to the building security and never reported them. I'd say that's bullshit. She got on the news. It's funny. She got on the news. People always do this. People that do stuff like this do this all the time. They get on the news and then they play victim. Oh, people are calling me racist, blah, blah, blah. Like, come on. Why'd you call the cops on an eight year old girl? Yeah, I don't know. You should have known that that was just bad news bears for you. Just don't do that. I know. And it's just so like, what goes through somebody's mind? Basically. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go out of my way to be an asshole, but I don't want anyone to tell me that I'm being an asshole. I hate people like yeah, that. Yeah, like don't play victim. You're an asshole. Yeah. Why'd you call the police on so a like, little girl? I know some people would probably argue, but it's against the law. But like, so like I wouldn't. I'm not gonna call the cops on the guy next to me at the stoplight that has doesn't have a seatbelt on. Yeah, or somebody texting you know and driving. I, mean? I don't call the police for that. Yeah, it's just stupid. Like if you do that kind of stuff, like why? What's the point? You're like a. <laughs> it's like like a high school bully. Dude, story of the day. School. Story of the day, right here. So when I was in high school, right. My, um, I'm with my grandparents. I'm in the backseat of their car, right? We pull up. There's two guys. I'm in high school. I'm probably like a freshman in high school, right? There's two sophomores from my high school in the car next to us. And they're, they're about to smoke a blunt. They're lighting up a blunt. And my grandma looks over, right? My, my just, just innocent grandma looks over and is like, are they smoking weed? (laughs) And I'm like, oh God, here we go. She's like, they're not. Oh god! Oh, I'm like, oh god! Here we go! Here we go! She's like, oh my gosh, Drew, is that weed? I'm like, I don't know. That could be a cigar or something. I have no clue, Grandma. Like, let's just go. She's like, oh, I'm calling the police. No Get way. their license. She called the police on them. When was this? 
This, I mean, years ago, I was a, I was a freshman in high school. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Uh, I mean, I could if name. I call the cops on everyone I saw smoking weed, dude. You know that those steps <laughs> in my apartment where everyone yeah. smokes weed. Like everyone at Ohio State, for some reason, comes to these steps near my apartment to smoke weed. Like it always smells like skunk outside. Every nonstop. time, if we call the, dude, if we were like, if we were like underground cops, we would be like famous. I think we, I think we'd be the best DEA agent and agents ever, ever. But I could care ever. less about weed. Yeah. If they're back there doing heroin, I might have to do something. But like, they're just doing, they're just smoking weed. Like, who cares? I know. So yeah, I thought that was hilarious, and I could name those guys, but I don't think they ever got caught. It's not a, it, it's just crazy. Like I knew them too, and I'm like, God damn it. It's so funny, dude. <laughs> oh my it's gosh. So, extra. so anyway, it turns out Permit Patty. Um, anyway, she's so she sells she cannabis says, products. I feel manipulated. She came out and said that she feels like everyone's every time someone gets bad press, they say the press is out to make me look bad. Maybe you just look bad on your own. Yeah. All, all we've seen is the video, dude. Yeah. It's a video of you. Calling the police. You're on the video. Oh, I was pretending to call the police. She's like, yes. Bitch. Yes. Uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a girl selling water on the corner over here. Yes. On this corner, uh, this street. It's like, what? Yeah, come what on. Want, what do you want to look like? Why? What did you think you were looking like? And she's like, oh, I, I didn't even know people were, people were yelling at me. I didn't even know who was yelling at me. I didn't see him. She's looking right at the camera. What did like, she really? want? Did she want like the SWAT to pull up and just like put the girl in a bag and drive away? Or What's something? the point? <laughs> I, was she having a bad day or something? I just don't understand. Was it just purely racism? I just don't understand. And so anyway, turns out this is hilarious because she's facing jail time now. Because she sells uh, cannabis-infused goods, so like gingerbread cookies and stuff. I saw mm-hmm. a picture of her with a gingerbread cookie. And also, she sells cannabis-infused dog treats. All right? Oh. So she sells these animal products and human products. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Why would you want to get your dog high like that? I've seen it. I have a guy on Snapchat who puts CBD oil, cannabinoid oil, in his dog's water. And he's like, drink up dogs. And then he like shows the dogs 10 minutes later, and they're like... High as shit. Cooking macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Just chilling. <laughs> yeah, they're walking around with a bag of Doritos. It's wild. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. I, so I mean. She sells those things. You can get your dog high, I guess. But what's the point? You're just calming your dog down. Isn't it? Anyway. So, that's weird. Yeah. So she's facing jail time because she didn't have a permit to sell animal products infused with cannabis. So Permit Patty oh doesn't have gosh. a fucking permit this whole time. Oh my gosh. So it's Sean King. Permitless power. Okay, here we go. So, so Sean King tweeted, this is this this story was put out by Sean King, um, great journalist by the way. He says her products He's, were uh... her products were designated for pets, but were knowingly used for human consumption. Both operations required proper permitting in the state of California, and Allison Edel made a fortune without the permits anyway. Al- Allison Edel is permit patty, okay. so she made money without the permits, and that's. And so she exposed herself. Yeah, she pretty much exposed herself by doing that, and now she's facing jail time for it. So it turns out this whole time that permit so, permit always the it's always the people that are holier than thou. It's always the people that like do shit like that that always have stuff like they're like covering up for something. Like, what? Why do you feel the need to have to do? You and I wouldn't do something like that to a girl. So in order for someone to do something like that, they'd have, there'd have to be something weird about them. They'd have to be like, maybe maybe she had a water stand and like. Maybe she, she was, didn't sell any water or something. Yeah, so that that little girl was taking business from her water stand. Maybe cannabis infused water. That's wild, dude. So we've got some news stuff to talk about. Much news. The first of which, how about you just pick something you you chose? Let me pick something. All right, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. 
I just found out today that Mike Huckabee. My, I just found out today that that her dad is Mike Huckabee. What? Mm-hmm. No wonder she looks so goofy. Mike Huckabee is the <laughs> one who, who uh, he's the one. Who, she does actually kind of have that eye thing that he has with the evil eye. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. I look at it, when she looks at me, it's just my soul burns a little bit. Yeah, it's actually Mike Huckabee and Bernie Sanders' kid. Isn't that wild? Are you serious? Yeah, dude. Wow, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. That makes so much sense. Yep. All right, so anyway, the um, she got kicked out of the Red Head restaurant in... in red Hen. That's what I said, Red Hen. I thought you said Red Head. I don't even like Red Heads. <laughs> so she got kicked out of... She got re- kicked out of the Red Head restaurant. Red yeah. Hen restaurant. Okay. All right, in Lexington, Virginia. This is her tweet, quote-unquote. Last night, I was told by the owner of Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia to leave because I work for at POTUS and I politely left. Her actions say far more about her than about me. I always do my best to treat people, including those I disagree with, respectfully, and I will continue to do so. I'm sorry, but she just doesn't treat the press respectively, but that's okay. Respectfully. Respectively. That's not what you're trying to say respectively no respectfully respectively is like a different is a completely different word i don't care that's the word i use and i'm sticking by my word all right respectively respectively the press (laughs) gotcha all right it's respectfully all right yep fuck it i don't care all right anyway the font oh so everyone follow at drew's typos on twitter i created a new account for moments like this anyway i tweet about a hundred times a day it's guaranteed the two of them are gonna have a typo so i don't know what the big deal is Anyway, all right, so her father, not Bernie Sanders, Mike Huckabee, claimed that the Red Hen employees followed her to the next restaurant to harass her. That has not been confirmed. Interesting, though. But I feel like they're just talking. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Uh, maybe. It seems convenient that this would happen right after this whole thing with the cake. Yeah, very convenient. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, they they said that it was lawful for a bakery to deny service to a gay couple for a cake. I'm gonna write that down. We're gonna come back to that. We're gonna come back to. We're gonna talk about that the the cake thing specifically. Um, So yeah, so Sarah Huckabee Sanders was basically just dismissed. Was it by the owner of the restaurant? I missed that. No, it was. Yeah, I think it was the owner. Um, She said. Yeah, told by the owner of the Red Hen in Lexington, Virginia, not the Red Head, mm-hmm. to leave because she works for POTUS. Which, I mean, honestly, if I ran a private business and I lived, if I had a, if I, this, this seems like a predominantly liberal community. And if I was in the short north and Donald Trump walked in, I wouldn't want to serve him. I'm good. But, that, but that's because it would probably just run away the rest of my business. And I'd rather have that business than... You think it would be? You think it would... What do you mean it would drive away the rest of your business? It would drive away if they saw that I was serving Donald Trump. Maybe. It's a predominantly liberal area. Yeah, but I wouldn't like not go to a restaurant just because Trump ate there. It uh, depends on if it's good or nasty. Nasty like IHOP burgers. <laughs> which, by the way, Chris ordered one today just to rub it in my face. I tried it. It was actually pretty good. Was it good? Lie. It was an IHOP steak burger. IHOP steak burger. And I good. had an egg and a hash brown and their, Bacon and their and special IHOP sauce. sauce. IHOP sauce? Get the hell out of here. It's good, man. They have their own special mm, sauce. I'm still full from it. I just want their pancakes, and I want that special sauce on the pancakes. Ew, no, you don't. It's like a tangy sauce. That's fine. I'll take it. Ah, dude. 
Better Respect- than- I'll take it respectively. I'll take it respectively. <laughs> so what do you think? You think... I don't know. I see a problem in this, though. You see a problem with... I see a problem with... I, I could see a problem with both of them. But if you don't see a problem with the bakery, then I don't see a problem with the red hen thing. But if you see a problem with the bakery, then I could see why you have a problem with the red hen thing. Right. I see that. Yeah. I think both are kind of goofy. Mm. It's interesting. They're both good conversations, but just for this one. You, you think they're both good conversations? Yeah. You think you should be able to deny service to a couple? I said they're both I... good conversations. Oh, com- okay. All right, all right. So this one, for this one specifically, I think that. I mean, she has the right to do that. That's not. See, the thing is, is I'm not arguing if she has the right to do that. Like, if you have a private business, you have the right to refuse anyone you want. Yeah, that's that's that that is just part because, of America. That's just part of America. It's it's not against the law, mm-hmm. as far as I know. Yeah, um, of course. I personally, what I'm saying is that I personally would not refuse to do either one. Okay. But like I, I would not. Yeah, I would not refuse to do. And and the Supreme Court just sided with the business owner and with the case of the cake, um, stating that they thought that the business owner had the right to decide who they wanted to yeah, do the, the cakes bu- for. The business owner definitely has the the, the right. They don't. I mean, they don't unless the government says they do, and the government yeah. says they do, so they do. Yeah, in that sense. So they have the right to do that. And but personally, if I owned a restaurant and Sarah Huckabee Sanders came in, I'd be excited. I'd be excited that there's an opportunity to get to talk to somebody who I disagree with, and potentially even make an impact. Like, hey, this is, you know, serve them food and maybe even ask them if they, if you could maybe you could sit down and have a talk with them. You're less petty than I am, because <laughs> I would treat her how she treats the press. You know? Okay, go ahead and tell me what you want, and I'm not going to give you what you want. Yeah, she is kind of annoying, but she, I mean, you ask a question, I'm not, I'm not going to answer that question. She's. A, is there bacon on this burger? There's lettuce on it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a Sarah Huckabee Sanders sympathizer at all, but at the same time, she does have a. Can you imagine trying to be the person that has to say, communicate what Trump thinks to the press? God, it'd be a terrible oh, job. A horrible job. I that's take that's that why job. what's his name probably looks <laughs> a goner. Um, a lot of people have stopped doing the communications thing. We've had like four. Scaramucci was one of them. We've had a bunch of people different do the Yeah, but who was the main guy? The one that uh the one that Melissa McCarthy played on Saturday Night Live. Oh. Oh, oh my oh, gosh, how could I forget his name? I can't think of him. Oh, it's such a Oh, he was just such a straightforward just I don't even think he was I think he answered more questions than Sarah Huckabee Sanders was does. Is she the press secretary? Like she is? Yeah, she he was. She's a she took over um she took over his job. Oh, uh, okay. When he was well, yeah, he I don't was, even, she was just an aide. I think she was just a White House aide. You felt, you yeah, she was that. a White House aide, and then she got promoted. Oh, Sean Spicer. Sean Spicer. Oh, Sean Spicer. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. Sean Spicer. Yeah, I, I, I thought Sean Spicer was in good spirits after he got fired. He went on and he got onto that same podium that like drives around that Mc- Melissa McCarthy was on, mm-hmm. and he did it on Saturday Night oh, so, yeah. Saturday Night yeah. Live, and I thought it was hilarious. I like him making laugh. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, Sean Spicer. I mean, he was he was on the Trump staff, which you know I just. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I automatic dislike sometimes with those people, but I, I think he was in good spirits after he got fired. I don't think he's a bad guy. Um, but I don't know if I think Sarah Huckabee Sanders is a bad guy, woman. Okay. <laughs> uh, Debatable. I don't know. I don't know her. But Come I'm on, just, man. She's you just gonna assume. I said I don't know if she's a bad woman. Okay. That's what I said. All right. All right. But I think yeah, I, I wouldn't do this. I'm. Yeah, I'd probably I just consider myself pretty left, but I wouldn't. I'm not like. 
I, ca- I, I kind of put myself in a different category than people. Like, it's pretty hostile, dude. You can't. It's a very the 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 political environment right now is very two sided. Yeah. You're either one or the other, and if you the, you hate the people that are the other, dude, which I don't hate because the people I'm the someone other, that's but. I'm I'm someone that's like. I'm not in the center. I'm in the center emotionally. Like I don't get as wound up about it. And I mean, some people might argue that that's privilege and that yeah, I don't for have sure. to get upset about it. But I just think that it's really unproductive to be so aggressive. And I, I think people think that they're doing something good. And in the end, they're actually just pushing away so many people yeah. who don't care about politics. Like so many people are just like, I don't want to get involved in politics because it's just so like frustrating and I just think that I think that both sides have really good points on some things, but it gets lost in this whole like demonizing the other person. Like people act like you if you think differently than them, there's something wrong with you and your morality. When that's not, racist. that's not always the case. That's not always the case. Yeah, no, no, not for sure. If you support Trump, it doesn't mean you're automatically racist. Now, if you sit here and say, "Oh, I definitely support them," you know, taking Mexican children away from their parents and separating them because ah. Uh, there's some, I feel like there's something wrong with that. I think yeah. there is. I think you can support Trump and not support that. I think that's very human of somebody to do. Yeah, but even someone would argue that that's not racist. That's just about that's they about broke the law. Justice. Yeah, that's about justice. Quote I mean, that's, I mean that's, again, you don't have to agree with it. That's what I'm trying to get at. Is I don't agree with that sentiment, but I can articulate it and I understand where they're coming from. Like I understand that people think differently than I do. I don't think I don't think that some things that people think are okay. I mean, I've known people who have thought some horrible, horrible things. Like I literally used to be a youth group leader of an actual white supremacist, and I didn't hate him. I still cared for him and spent time with him and talked to him about what he thought and talked to him about what I thought, and it was productive in getting him to understand something different than what he knows. But if you just write off everyone and block everyone and, and like hide from everyone that thinks differently than you, I think that's weak, honestly, in my opinion. That's so what that's that this is, a lot of this the, is stupid. This a lot of just, those things a lot of those things is what made America um great in the first place is that people could talk about politics, you know, and somebody yeah. could you could you know, you could debate with somebody and see both sides, but it's but nowadays the environment has just become so two sided. It's like Twitter culture is mostly what's so bad about it's like Twitter mostly. Yeah. People don't do that in real life. Oh no, not like, for I've sure. even seen I've Facebook even been to like rallies terrible. and stuff, and they're not as aggressive as they are on Twitter. It's like there's definitely some violent rallies there. There's some people that have sh- shouted out on some people who are disagree with the person doing that rally or whatever. Yeah. You know, Trump people, you know, punching liberals and liberals punching Trump. It's just yeah, crazy. It's stupid. The political environment is crazy nowadays. I know, and I think some things are some for some people. For, you know, some of our minority friends and stuff, yeah. some things are life and death for them. Some things are. And people in poverty, like healthcare stuff, that really affects them a lot. Um, oh, for sure. I don't want to see don't have to. You don't have to agree with certain things, but you have to admit that, that stuff affects people that aren't like you a lot. And I, I can understand that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't like seeing... I just don't like seeing my friends that I grew up with going to high school getting deported. That just fucking sucks. I and I think something something needs to change with the whole migration thing. It's such a tough debate, but something needs to change. I don't know. Just just the way. Um, surprisingly, Ted Cruz came out with a with a legislation, and it's a, actually a big deal that not a lot of people look into. But it's it's the way that um, illegal immigrants are pushed through the court system. Mm-hmm. There's not enough judges in America, so the 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 like your court date could be five minutes and they could decide if you're getting deported or not in five minutes. Yeah. And some of those people are really here for asylum. I've seen a couple cases. They're here for asylum. They go in front of the judge, right? 
they have no clue. They don't speak English. They have no clue what they're what they're doing. They're provided this. Uh, they're not provided a public attorney, by the way. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford an attorney and you're an illegal immigrant, and you're going through the immigrant courts. You're not providing an attorney mm-hmm. if you can't afford you see one. That? There's like that fundraiser on Facebook that's raised like almost twenty million dollars for that. Yeah, well, that's awesome. That's insane. Yeah, so I, you can't afford an attorney. You're not provided one. You, they just throw in a translator for you, and you have to sit here and explain to a judge who doesn't speak Spanish why you're here for asylum. You know, if a gang is chasing you or, or, or anything like that, and they could deport you, and I've seen multiple cases. They even interviewed a guy. He's like, yeah, I'm just here for asylum. You know, I was I was about to be killed in, in, in um, Mexico. Um, so we're just going to see what happens. He was pretty positive about it, too. He's like, we're just going to see what happens. I guess I'll go back home for a while. He went back home and was killed like two days later, That's which crazy. is crazy. It's crazy to see because he was pushed through the court system. I saw a recording of the court. Of the court. It was no joke, like three minutes long. Mm-hmm. He explained why he was here, and the judge was like, all right, bye. And that was it. So Ted Cruz, anyway, pushed through legislation to up the judges by, like, 2,000 judges, um, make the system where they provide a public attorney and help the immigrants get through the court system if they're seeking asylum, which I was like, damn, Ted Cruz, okay. He's the he's the uh, Texas senator, so that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, he's a right-wing, he's a right-wing Texas senator, so but obviously... I mean, in his location in Texas, I'm saying that yeah. makes sense because that's oh, yeah. where the border is. Yeah, he's helping a lot of people who are in his area. Yeah, so, which he needs to do. Yeah, and so then, of course, Donald Trump gets on and does a rally, and is like, why would we need to up the judge? He knows nothing about it. So he's like, why would we need to increase the judges? We just need to get him. He said, we need to get him out. It's, just, it's not that he doesn't understand, it's that he's trying trying to rally around what this is the thing that bothers me about what trump's doing with it is that he's demonizing all immigrants in saying and this is where i think a lot of people claim that he's racist is that he demonizes he he like says a few he's like if you basically if you're pro immigration or if you think undocumented immigrants should be here then you're pro crime you're pro drug use you're pro whatever even though undocumented and documented immigrants um commit crime at half the the United States rate. Yeah. So like the United States crime rate is like they commit half the crimes and a percentage. Bill Gates screw that donates $4 million to create mosquitoes. I don't know what that even means. That kill each other using sex. Let me let me like wow. let's just go through this a little bit. This should create Microsoft humans. Finder, founder Bill Gates is pouring 3 million pounds. I don't know why they didn't just say 4 million dollars because this is Fox News, into a project to create killer mosquitoes that destroy each other through sex. It's a bold bid to curb malaria. Oh, there it is. Okay. I I just imagine that, like, Bill Gates is sitting on his porch. He's, he's like, like God, God dang it. it. <laughs> he just got so mad. He's just trying to chill. Yeah. They're eating him up, he's and like, he's like, like oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to make mosquitoes that kill each other. I need to call someone about this. Yeah, so he just calls up Bill Nye, and he's like, hey, what can we do about this? That's wild. Four million dollars. He's like, we're gonna get rid of these. But okay, so it's from it's it's to control malaria. That's actually really cool. What does that mean? Destroy each other? Like, are they just gonna go at it and then explode or something? Like, is it gonna be no? Something they bad probably else? just created mosquitoes with just humongous dicks and just to the point where it just just kills a female mosquito. I'm assuming that's what's happening there. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. I mean, oh, it's coming from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Okay. To eradicate malaria within a generation. Shout out Bill and Melinda. I mean, I get eat up, eaten up all the time outside. So yeah, they're going to genetically modify the male mosquitoes. Drew, you're onto something. Um, these mosquitoes contain a self-limiting gene that gets passed on to females. Blah blah blah. I want to see what the heck these things like. How they explode on each other? They explode on each other. 
I don't know. Wow. That's what I'm assuming until I know better. Maybe they're... Maybe they're... All right, so let's move on to music now. We don't have much music news this week. Not a ton. Drake is dropping... I mean, once you guys listen to that, it's going to be probably less than 12 hours until... until uh, Drake drops his album once you guys listen to this. So, yeah. But anyway, uh, Meek Mill dropped a song. He performed at the BET Awards. It's called Stay Woke. Stay Woke. Very good song. I mean, when he got arrested, when he went went back to jail, it was supposed to be four years. It didn't end up being that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he definitely stepped it up in the social justice category. What do you mean? Just the way he's using that as a platform to... Using what? Using him going back to jail for a nonviolent crime he committed ten oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? He's, yeah, he's yeah. using that as a platform for, for for social justice, for, uh, you know, um, criminal justice reform. Yeah. So um, I I respect it. Yeah, I respect. He it's a nonviolent crime. Mm-hmm. He committed ten years ago, yep. and he's still on probation for it. And yeah. he's going back to jail for four years because he rode a dirt bike in the streets. Yeah. Come on, man. It's wild. It's not. Yeah, it's not. Come fair. on, it's not right. And he violated his probation a couple times, but I just don't think it, it's just crazy. It's not worth that. It's not worth it's all. Ten that. years ago, this dude is. This dude is like inspiring kids in Philly to do good. He's he's respected by by team owners there. The the um, Patriots uh, owner Robert Kraft is is he supports him a good lot. Guy. Everyone he's knows a good that. guy. He's a good guy, and he's still paying for his crimes from ten years ago. It's just ridiculous. It's wild. If you don't think that the criminal justice system has enforced and continues to create issues like in terms of racism then you're just wrong like that's like the most if you want to find like one of the most segregated places in america go to a prison like it's crazy oh yeah it's ridiculous i mean it's unreal it's it's yeah yeah, i mean and the thing is is that there's studies that have come out that have shown that white people use drugs at a higher rate illegal drugs at a higher rate but african-americans by far like an unreal amount more are put into prisons for the exact same crimes I mean, it's just, it's crazy. The amount of, the amount of African-Americans I see in prison just, it's unreal know, for and just I hope nonviolent he, drug crimes for mm-hmm. 10 years. I mean, you get, you got, you got people um, like, what's his name from Stanford who raped an unconscious girl and got jail time for, he Brock didn't Turner. even get jail time, did he? Brock Turner. Yeah, Brock Turner. Uh, you, I think it was three months. I did three prison. months of jail time and you got people having 10 years for having weed on them. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. It's wild, dude. I agree with you, man. Yeah, get get out of here. That's just our priorities ridiculous. are just. What's going on there? Our priorities are wild. So, yeah, Something dropped twisted. that song. It's pretty good, featuring Miguel. Oh yeah, very so is good. He dropping song. a project or is like oh is yeah, that a single? this is this is a single to an album he's definitely dropping. I okay. guarantee. You. I think the whole album is going to be called Stay Woke. Probably it's um, like the theme because that's the theme of it. It's all the logos have Stay Woke under it and everything. So that's going to be the whole album. I'm ex- I think I'm more excited about that than I am about a uh, Drake's album, honestly. <laughs> Scorpion coming out this week, which is supposed to be a two-sided album. Did you see that two-sided album? Yeah, it's supposed to be a two, yeah, a two-sided album, which yep. is interesting. You think the actual album is going to be two-sided like back in the day? No, it's not going to be. Come on, man! Why possible. not? It's not possible. How is it not possible? The data is only a CD doesn't work like that. Just get, it'd be two CDs. You've never seen the the two-sided CDs or the two-sided DVDs? You flip them over. One side's widescreen. One side's full screen. Did you not live in this time, Chris? That's not a CD. Are you not a true '90s baby? Dude, that's not a CD, bro. That's a DVD. A CD is the same thing. No, it's not. A DVD and a CD are very. No, yeah. Always. If you ever see a CD with two tracks, there's two different CDs in the thing. For a reason. That's not true at yes, all. It is. No, it's not. There are such things as a two side and B side is all from records. I'm telling you that that's not a thing. You might. I'm not saying it's not impossible, but I'm telling you it's not a thing. Dual disc was a type of double-sided optical disc product developed by a group 
of record companies, mm-hmm. including MJJ Products, EMI Music, Universal Music Group, Sony BMG Music Entertainment, and mm-hmm. Warner Music Group. Mm-hmm. All right. It featured an audio layer intended to be compatible with CDs on one side and a DVD layer on the other. Mm, interesting. So you, you're telling me they couldn't put music on both sides? I didn't say they couldn't. I'm telling you <laughs> they don't do that. You said it might be. Why don't they do I that? I said no, because they don't. Why? Because it's it's easier to just make two different CDs. Cost more money, though. Drake could no, just have doesn't. a two-sided t- CD, and it would cost so much less money. It, do people actually yeah, even I'm buy CDs anymore? Either. You're not you're done talking to me. Yeah. Explain. Why are you running? Anyway, what this means is that he's dropping two albums worth of tracks because what that means is that there isn't enough space on a typical CD to be able to put the whole album on it, which I am kind of annoyed with, to be honest. I was hoping, I, I, I thought wanted his, to be his like lot, a, More Life was way too long. It was too long. I, I was way tired of, too, too tired of this album. I mean, there's no way that there's that many good songs that's going to keep me interested. No, there's probably going to be like, like seven good songs on there out of like 20 songs and it's going to be annoying. I know. I don't um, like long albums like that. I like this, these solid like seven song albums see, that I don't Kanye like that is producing. Either, I like a good ten to twelve song album. Like yeah. these seven song albums are only twenty minutes. It's just like it's like an EP. There's a there's a amount like an album actually is supposed to have. I'm not sure what the actual amount is, but an album is like by definition is supposed to have this many to this many songs. Yeah. So more life was considered a playlist yeah, because it exactly. had too many songs on it. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's dropping this double sided album so he can have an album. And all the playlists. But he admitted it was going to be a, a playlist when he was dropping he? More Life. Yeah, More Life. More Life, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he admitted it was going to be a, a playlist. Right. Because he didn't drop a physical form of it, I don't think. Yeah. In CDs. But anyway, Brockhampton um, performed a new song called Tanya on, the, uh, I think it was Jimmy Fallon's late night show. Um, and that was pretty good. It's called Tanya. It's different because um, one of their members, Amir, uh, one of their core members, the guy with the deep voice, got um, kicked out for sexual assault allegations. Sexual assault allegations, interesting. Uh, a lot of stuff, a few things, but um, the band kicked them out. And uh, I'm a I'm, I'm a pretty big Brockhampton fan, so that bummed me out. Um, so it's different. It's not like a it's not a banger. It's a pretty emotional song, but I think it's pretty good. I'm excited. I'm excited. They've had to change their album. This is the third time they're changing their album. Um, the first time it was called Gay, and then they signed with a record. They signed with RCA Records, I think. Um, and then they had to come out with a different... They had to redo their album for the studio, and they renamed it Puppy. And now they're on the third one. Um, it's called... Yeah, it was Late Night Fallon. But their new album is called The Best Years of Our Lives, and it's the third time they've tried to release this album. I'm just ready for it to come out. But So yeah, if you guys want to check out that new Meek Mill song, the new Brockhampton song, those ones are pretty good. This podcast was brought to you by... Hilltop Heritage Lager, brewed by Four Strings Brewing Company in Columbus, Ohio, because that's what I was drinking this whole podcast. Uh, Welch's Grape Juice. Kroger Brand Spiral Macaroni and Cheese. And, and um, Spalding Footballs. Ba- I was going to say Basketballs. No. I thought our sponsorship was Basketballs. We're going to have to call Spalding. All right, guys. Have a good night. Uh.